How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right. Enough with the formalities. I think we all know what time it is. <laughs> Let's hustle! If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. And you know, you gotta smile. And if you don't smile, they'll say he, he was terrible, he couldn't take it. And if you do smile, they'll say, what was he smiling about? You know, there's no way. I was just trying to make it sound like I didn't have a mouthful of nuts. <laughs> what? I'm gonna need just that nuts. Tape chip. Just eating some nuts. Please mark Kevin's mouthful of nuts. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Sorry, I got a swallow. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Way to go, Kevin. Fix your life. And now. Hey, y'all, I just made it into the avocado hand glove. Two stitches. Who's with me? Avocado hand glove. Our feature presentation. Our white listeners are delightful, aren't they? How do you know she's white? Well, we've uh, we've discussed that the avocado injuries are, are clearly white people. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, she's totally <laughs> white. <laughs> hey, you guys, welcome into yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's for a Fry-yay. Friday. Day. Fry-yay. Day. Day. You know what? No. Gonna, you no. know what? No. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. Two, two on two. It's Friday, guys. No, no. It's not two on two. It's, I'm with it's you, B. Kevin, it's anyone that's not freaking 10. Finally, the nope. voice of reason steps nope. into the studio. Thank you, Jensen Carp. Oh, no worries. I feel like I had to take a side. Because Friday is, oh. look, what do I say, Allie? Friday is great. Friday is even better. It's the cherry on the banana split. That the- was originally, if I, if I know right, that was a Maya Angelou quote. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, originally. I, yeah. I think it was, yes. Yeah. Uh, or Nelson Mandela, one of them. I can't remember. But I can't yeah, remember either. It though. definitely goes back to, and anyone who disagrees with Friday is clearly sexist or racist. Yeah. There's no question about that. We'll go through your tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, welcome back, guys. It is the weekend, finally. Uh, before I talk about the thing, I wanted to read an email that is now impossible to find. Hang yeah, on. Friday. Is it from Mark indeed. Wahlberg? Uh, no, why did you hear from him? No, it's just I, I listened back and I realized uh, Mark Wahlberg might not think I'm funny. Oh, he did not. No, because no. I his movie's Mile Twenty Two, and I asked him that if I did I have to see Mile Twenty One mm-hmm. to understand Mile Twenty Two, and yeah. then he just answered me earnestly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I asked if it's the same cinematic universe as Eight Mile. Yeah. Right. And then he again answered me earnestly. Right. 
I think he was taking you seriously, or or th- he thought you were. He didn't think you were funny. You're right. He yes. thought you were dumb. Yes, and he didn't want to embarrass you. These are all things I figured out last night while listening back. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm I'm proud of myself to an extent because I don't think I'm the kind of guy who probably would be in a room and having a great time with Mark Wahlberg based <laughs> on his based on his entourage work. Okay, right. but but I will say, uh, I thought maybe I'd have more in common with Marky Mark. I don't. No. No. Yeah. No. I no, don't that think was... he has anything in common with Marky Mark anymore. <laughs> no. That no. was not a uh, that was not a match. No, no, I'm no. Sorry to say. But no. a good first day for me. Neither of you swiped right. No, no. Mm-mm. All right, here's the email. Hey, uh, Bean and Alley, greetings from Prague. Over here in Europe, we see these open-air urinals all the time. We were talking about them yesterday in Paris. There's some controversy about these boxes that you walk up to and pee on the street. So you're essentially looking at dudes while they're peeing. And some people find that unappetizing for some reason. Over here in Europe, we see these open-air urinals all the time, and they are freaking fantastic. At music festivals or farmer's markets where the lines are super long for the porta potties these open-air urinals are an excellent and efficient way to get the business done. I've also mm-hmm. been to Scotland, Germany, and Austria. They all use them. Europe, apparently, is smarter than the U.S. Or By the way, they coddle men more. Exactly. Or- by the way, love my Kevin and Bean shirt. See pictures. This is Richard, who's writing to us from Prague, and he put a picture of him in front of a fancy old building wearing his KMB shirt, which we appreciate. Very Here's much. something I should have brought up yesterday. Mm-hmm. No one has to pee more than a pregnant woman. How many pregnant women do you see popping a squat on a city street? None, because we have manners. We know we can hold it. We can find a bathroom. We are not so entitled to feel like we can whip it out and pee anywhere because that's disgusting. You were raised wrong and you are a garbage human. Makes the lines shorter at the porta potty for the pregnant woman who's trying to get to a restroom, though, if if most of the guys don't have to wait for it because they can take care of their business in one of these outdoor urinals. Counterpoint. Please. Uh, I will also say it's a great time for me to announce my new invention. It's mm-hmm. a poo bucket. Okay. And I, I, I'm not involved with the city at all, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to leave a paint bucket okay. on maybe 15 to 20 blocks of Los Angeles right. from Culver okay. City, maybe mm-hmm. down to Calabasas. Yeah. All right. And if at any point you need to boo, there's just a bucket there. One of those big, like, 20-gallon okay. Home Depot plastic buckets, that's Ab- what we're dealing with absolutely, here? Absolutely, yeah. Right. Uh, large paint bucket, and, uh, you know, I, I'm trying my hardest here. I have a patent on it. Uh, mm-hmm. I also have uh, been dealing with some homeless dudes about it. So I yeah. uh, I support it. Thank I you. Su- I support it very much. Thank you so uh, much. I like it. All right, so that's uh, old business. So clearly, I've uh, Richard and I have convinced you that you guys were wrong on no. that. No. All right, new uh, new business. Live lavishly, go out extravagantly. This article from Yahoo Finance. For many of the rich and powerful, funerals are becoming the final opportunity to flaunt immense wealth. Competing with weddings and birthdays is a rite of passage worthy of a small fortune. They're choosing to be laid to rest in $60,000 gold-plated coffins, ferried by horse-drawn funeral carriages or Rolls-Royce hearses. Some are even flying friends and relatives to exotic locales for destination funerals. Right. Fair. I'm listening. The, 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 the divorce party. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, Tell me more about your Jamaican death. Yeah. <laughs> so all these people that we have thought were a-holes for deciding to get married in Hawaii, and then if we want to support our friends, we have to go to Hawaii. Now, apparently, we have to go to their funerals in Jamaica Well, as no, well. They, you just said they're paying for their friends to go. 
Uh, well, actually, does some are even fly? Oh, yeah, that's true. They are paying for them. Okay. I'm going. <laughs> I, would really? want a, I would want a performance at my funeral. Like, I'd mm-hmm. pay for someone to come, like a T-Pain. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, like, have Eric Clapton come do that song about his son. No. <laughs> well, I just think that's kind of the mood. It certainly is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want anyone, like, I don't want, like, a... It's I don't know, like a reggae band coming in. Oh, see, like, I would. I would want it to be a party. Oh, really? Like everyone's like, hey, we'll see you later, but we're still here. Well, today you could ask the interrupters to play at your I funeral. Could. Yeah. I could. I don't think it's a Cardi B event. I think it's a little more, something a little more solemn. I think I would get that. the one day look like sex. <laughs> oh, man. A uh, cottage industry of advisors <laughs> is in place to meet the demand, and some wealth managers are encouraging clients to confront their own mortality and make advanced plans, not only to ease the grief of those left behind, but for tax purposes. Now, is that because... Because when you die, there's that death tax where you lose a ton of your money if it's not properly set aside. So you might as well blow it on a funeral. Otherwise, it's just going to go to the government. Is that what they're talking about there? I mean, I didn't know that was a thing. But if so, I will have a gold hearst. I have no problem just throwing money away instead of giving it to the government. There's a, a certain set of expectations about how you're supposed to go out, said Ted Klontz, chief executive officer of the Klontz Consulting Group. It's become that one last display of power and wealth. So some, here's how some of the money is being spent. Some are being serenaded by gospel choirs in great halls amid a sea of their favorite flowers flown in by private jet. Lovely. Hmm. Others are flying loved ones abroad to watch as their body is pushed out to sea like Viking warriors and boats set ablaze. Better. Whatever we can do is legal, lawful, and in keeping with the integrity of our profession, we will do, says William Williamova from the Frankie Campbell Funeral Chapel. By the way, um, I believe firmly that uh, funerals are for the people left behind. Sure. It's, well, it's, not, it's not for the dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, but a lot of people think it is because a lot of people draw up incredibly detailed uh, uh, items about what they want at their funeral, who they want to speak and what who mm-hmm. they want invited and things like that. I say screw the person who's dead. Life is very much for the living. But do you think this helps people grieve going to a giant party like this, taking a jet uh, you know, off to Hawaii or something? Um, passable apps help everything. Absolutely. Open bar. Yeah. Sure. Here's the thing. Funerals shouldn't always be solemn and sad. They're also a celebration of the person. It's where you're all talking about your favorite memories of the person. It's it's about the final act of loving them is saying goodbye to them. I think mm-hmm. it could absolutely be a celebratory thing. I know if you get cremated, you can put your ashes in fireworks. Did oh, you yes. Know that? Yeah. Yes. And then you can just let those fireworks off. Just like on Fourth of July or something, and everyone, and everyone will be like, "There's, awesome. there's Jensen, right? Yeah, he's Jensen, that Flash." That happened. Uh, a neighbor of mine that mm-hmm. I did not know, but who lived very close to me, did that this past Fourth of July. Wow, he, he went up in the last firework of the fireworks display. Did you look How out your window? Look? Yeah, did you look out your window? You go, turn to stop the noise. <laughs> I don't care if he's dead or alive. I'm sleeping. I get up at four thirty to do the radio, and this man wants to die as a firework. I, I do write a strongly worded letter every year right after the holiday. Thank you. Uh, a couple more real quick because I, I don't want to bite into Allie's time here. At the uh, recent funeral of another of a fashion designer, um, David Mann, uh, assembled 120 gospel singers who performed as the casket was carried from the hall. 120 gospel like singers, by the way. He arranged for a marching band to perform at one service. Um, he also recreated the living room of a famous playwright in Lincoln Center, lugging her furniture on stage so she could have one last salon with family and friends. And at a service he planned for a world-class boxing coach at Gleason's Gym in Brooklyn, professional fighters in boxing suits jumped into the ring and sparred as the deceased remains were carried out. What? I dig it. Who is this? Is this Brewster's Millions? Does he have to get rid of that money? <laughs> I, it does seem like it. What's going on? So if you want to blow millions of dollars, by the way, 
it looks like there is a way to do it. A crypt beneath New York's Basilica of St. Patrick's Old Cathedral is available for $7 million. It's one of the last full-body burial spots in Manhattan and can hold nine caskets and ten cremated remains. Three prominent families have already expressed interest in buying a plot, essentially, for $7 million. Wow. Nine, nine caskets? Uh, you can put nine caskets in it, that's, yes. That's the Wu-Tang Clan. There is you it, go. You that is, them? We could put all of them under. In, that, in, under. It's great. That, what if it was them that bought it? That is perfect, by so the way. Smart. That's a, a real great idea. Yeah. They, they, they are idea. New York. They are. Yeah. Or counterpoint, DeBarge. You ever think about that? You know what, oh. DeBarge, funny yeah. enough, they sell hot dogs right on that block. Like, uh, they, have a, <laughs> oh, they have a cart no. together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's uh, talk about today's all-new Kevin Beach show, shall we? It's Fra-yay. Fra-yay. Gotta get down on Fra-yay. Jensen told us a story yesterday off the air that we must discuss. His fiance saw in person, up close, a magic trick that isn't possible. Mm-mm. In fact, you were insistent that she was high or drugged. Yeah. Because it couldn't have happened the way she described it. But it did. Yes, it did. And it's it doesn't w- seem possible. Total witchcraft. I want to hear all about that. Cheers with Beer Mug is one of my very favorite segments here on the Kevin Bean Show. We've got that coming up for you on the program today. I stayed up half the night uh, not critiquing air checks, Jensen, but think adding items to the list of what I would uninvent. I'm telling you what, if I were running things and I could turn back the hands of time, this world would be so much better off with all the stuff that would never have been thought of. So I'm going to share my list and you share yours of what you would uninvent on today's Kevin and Bean Show. Friday means Keep It 100. You get to help us pick the song to get you into the weekend. We'll tell you more about that later on. And we're very excited. It's been far too long since we've had a live band. And we've got a good one today. They're so much fun. The Interrupters will be here. 8 o'clock, performing live on the show. Quick break. Allie's got That's Happening next on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Allie, good morning. What's happening? Good morning, Bean. Um, we haven't had a movie pass update in a few days. <laughs> are they still going out of business or are they stronger than ever? Good Lord. Jensen, last week there was an update every day. Oh, I, I have a movie pass. Oh. I, I get emailed by them like they're an ex-girlfriend or a yeah. Nigerian prince with promise of treasure. Right. They won't stop emailing. Yeah. Well, they keep updating their services. Yeah. And, and by updating... Sadder and sadder. Taking away more things. Yeah, they're not just having like a bad month or bad year. No, they're, they're like they're like a divorced dad with a leather couch yes. in a furnished apartment. Oh, so let me guess, so Ellie. I, I haven't seen this story, but mm-hmm. now you can use your movie pass as much as you want, but the, it has to be a movie with a Rotten Tomatoes score of under 40. That would be nice, actually. Um, here's the deal. So they posted a loss worth $104 million on Wednesday. Chill. Prompting lawsuits from a bunch of their investors. Not good. Meanwhile, uh, many who canceled their membership after they reduced the total movie of films that people could see to three a month quickly realized that they had been resubscribed, thanks in part to poorly worded language in the process. So that's not good. You think you finally have movie pass out of your life, and they're like, hey, we're back because you clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> it's the herpes of, uh, of subscription services. Apparently so. But now it seems that yet another major restriction has been applied to the accounts of those who, for some reason, still believe in it. There's a whole paragraph that they sent out. But basically what it means is that whenever movie pass subscribers decide to use one of their remaining three movies per month... They're only able to choose from whichever 
six films the service allots them that day. <gasps> so Whoa. which of these six would you like to see? So oh basically, my. it's a one movie theater. You get to pick from six. It's a cinema, basically, and you get to pick from that three times a month. But they might not even be movies you ever want to see. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable. They've done some remarkable things over there. They really it's, have. It's time to old yeller this company, guys. Oh, wow. I have a question. Yeah. I bought a year subscription mm. when it was like $65. Sure. I was like, well, that's a steal. Sure. Rather than $9.95 a month. So I bought the year. Do you think I have a grandfather clause at MoviePass? I would think you would, but it's MoviePass. So now they probably charge you triple and they allow you one movie. That's true. It's only yeah. a Nick Cage film. I can only see a <laughs> Nick Cage film with my MoviePass. That and was- you can only see it on your own TV at home. Oh, that's right. With something called Netflix. Kind of be amazing. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Tyler, the Creators, Camp Flogna. They released their 2018 lineup. Okay. All right. I see what you're doing. We're going to talk about that. And the family of Paul Walker seems to think that he needs to be in more Fast and Furious movies. Mm -hmm. Has someone told them the bad news? We will explain. And by we, I will. Coming up in just a bit, but first, some birthdays for you. Sean Penn. Remember him? I he mean, was an amazing actor. And then he knew the El Chapo or whatever. He uh-huh. was a journalist. Yeah, he's a he weird went guy. down there. Yeah. I'm going to argue uh-huh. one of the great actors of all time, by the way. Really? I am. I can argue back and just pull one of those clips from that I Am Sam movie. Well, look, oh. he hasn't made perfect choices. I didn't hate I Am Sam, and I know I'm alone in that. Well, look back at the choices he made in that yeah. one, because there's some issues. Slightly, right. slightly problematic. Yeah, his accent in Mystic River was horrible. Horrible. But I will throw out Carlito's Way. All right. He's incredible he was, in it. But he was great in Mystic River. Wasn't the best accent. No, he, he was great. Yeah, he was terrific in it. Dead yeah. Man Walking, right? Dead Man Walking. Yeah. He has Fast terrific. Times for Richmond High. Yeah, well, by the way, amazing <laughs> amazing. performance. And what about, what's the uh, the Harvey uh, Milk movie that he won the Oscar for? Milk? Was, I, was called, called milk. I think it's called yep. Harvey. <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> More problematic in 2018. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Bean, I love you. Uh, also, Robert De Niro. Hello. Like punch Speaking of face. Okay. Speaking of great actors, oh, and other great actors, Donnie Wahlberg, he's from that show Blah Bloods, right? Is yes, that, as Dave calls Dave it, Blah Bloods. Blah Bloods. Yes. Dave is the Ooh. only person, Jensen, mm-hmm. under 70 who's yeah. obsessed with and never Loves misses it. an episode <sighs> of Blue Bloods. Yeah. Boy. My I, mother and Dave. Yeah, I didn't even know it was on until last season. Yeah. I, and I have a show through CBS Studios. And I was like, what's well, Bad Bloods? Yeah. <laughs> it's a real Blue thing. Blue Bloods. Yeah. Oh, so I yeah, didn't even know what see? it is. I didn't <laughs> even know what it is. I'm telling you. Ugh. Ask Dave. He'll catch you up. Also, happy birthday to former singer of the Go-Go's, Belinda Carlisle, and rapper's Lil Pump. And Lil B. Awesome. It's a big day for Lil's. Yeah, some SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud happy birthdays. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Oh. Yesterday, Jensen told us a remarkable story yes. off air that I still cannot get my head around. And you know how there are times in your life where you are watching something that is real, mm-hmm. something that is live in front of your eyes, and you think to yourself... Well, this can't be happening. This isn't true. I'm uh, in a dream. I'm dead, and I'm in heaven or hell. What's going on? Tell us the story, Jensen. Listen. So, my fiance uh, is is uh, the the greatest person on earth. One, 
Two, she grew up as a child celebrity. She played Topanga on Boy Meets World, mm-hmm. uh, beloved by the nation. Sure. She, uh, as a kid, would fly around all these different places. And then in her tw- uh, 20s, uh, late 20s, early 30s, the show was revived at Disney. Sure. So they would fly her out to places and she kind of, uh, you know, kind of mindlessly would go on these planes. And she ends up in first class at one of them, which is a, a real dream for all of us. And... Uh, she sits next to a guy who's real quiet the whole flight. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything to her. She doesn't recognize him. She doesn't know many celebrities. And she's uh, flying, flying, long flight to New York. And uh, at the end of the flight, the guy turns to her just calmly and says, would you like to see a card trick? Yeah. Just calmly. And she's like, oh, boy, this is, this is a thing. <laughs> now, something you need to know for the story, and mm-hmm. she doesn't know at this time, it's David Blaine. Okay. David oh, a, been, guy, a guy who knows his way around a card trick. He does. Right. and has. But she she doesn't recognize him, and she thinks he's just d- d- hitting on her, basically. Maybe, you know, or just being a weirdo on a plane. Yeah. Right. You know, like, I'm, you know, it's the end of the flight. It's just like, all right, I guess. I mean, you were great the whole flight. You didn't talk to me while I was sleeping. Yeah. Let's do this. And she goes, yeah, I guess. And he goes, okay, cool. So he pulls out a, a deck of cards, and uh, he shuffles them around. He goes, pick a card, any card, you know, sort of normal. She, goes, Ugh. she pulls a card, sees her card. She's like, all right. He says, put it back in the deck. Great. He says, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out what your card is. Takes the whole whole deck, uh-huh. pulls back, and throws it as hard as he can against the, the uh, closed window. What? Just as hard as he could. Every card goes everywhere. Danielle immediately thinks to herself, oh, it's that stupid 52-card pickup kind of joke. Oh, yeah. dad like, jokes. Dad jokes. Yeah. She's like, oh, he is hitting on me. This is a nightmare. Right. So the shade is down yeah. on the window, and he just, so the cards are going everywhere, just flying into the seat and yeah, flying everywhere. down onto the floor. Okay. So Danielle and David Blaine then go about picking up the cards. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm so sorry. He clearly has made a mistake. So he's like, I'm okay. sorry. Uh, let, me, let me get this. Let me get this. And it takes him a second. And then they get up. She hands him the cards. He goes, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's awful. Hey, uh, do me a favor. Pull the window shade up. And so she pulls the window shade up. And her card was between the two pieces of glass. You stop it right Between now. You stop the two it. pieces of glass in the window. Not, not behind the shade. Behind the glass. No, come on. On. Now, I didn't believe Danielle when she told me that story when we first started dating. I was right? like, all right, like, sure, yeah. She's you didn't a liar. See it. I'm dating a liar. An uh, actual bold-faced liar thought about breaking yeah. up with her. <laughs> then, then I was told, this is a David Blaine trick. So, like, years ago, he was practicing it, etc. He now does it in a more, uh, like, a common way. Uh, I've heard from people, even when we told the story yesterday, that mm-hmm. people can, this is a trick he does when, like, a bus passes. He'll throw it at a bus, and then it's it's on the other side of the glass. Or at a restaurant, he'll throw it from the one side of the glass, and it will show up on the other side of the glass on the restaurant. On the street. Come yeah. on. All right, here's what I'm going to say to you, Jensen, and I have uh, listened carefully and closely to the way you have told the story. <laughs> <laughs> is it didn't happen because it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. It's because sorcery. It's, 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 yeah, it's at least sorcery. But I'm saying it's not even that. I'm saying it can't be done because the only way you could ever put a playing card in between the two panes of glass on an airline window is if you broke the window apart. You somehow had a, had tools that you were able to get in on the top or the bottom or something like that and slide something in. And he never touched the window. And then he closed the shade after mm-hmm. the trick. Like, oh my God, crazy. Then they got all their luggage and then she picked up the shade just to see what happened and the card was gone. Come on! Yeah, the card was gone. Ew, ew, By the way, ew. this was not filmed. This was not taped. There's no reason other than he knows that now the girl who played Topanga will go around and tell the story forever. This is a trick he did without any fanfare. 
That's uh, unbelievable. Okay, I am not a person who uh, needs to spoil a trick, and I love uh, oh, the don't. idea. No, no, don't. I love the. Uh, hold I'm on fine. a second. I, I, I love I, the I think idea. Even if we knew it, we wouldn't help us. I love the idea of magic, and I love the idea of people not knowing how tricks are done. But just as a, a, a lay person here, let's even uh, let's even try to figure out how you would do it, even if you could do it. Okay, I have one shot. Because if you Mm -hmm. can't, if he didn't even lean over and futz with the window, Mm -hmm. he had to put the, he had to personally put the card in the window. How would he even get in between the two panes of glass? I don't understand it. So here's my one thought. Because I was told that this, I mean, I wasn't told by any magician, no one has ruined their creed and has to get kicked out of the castle or anything. But what I'm saying is, I have been told that, that this trick is possible by edging it into a window, but that wouldn't work on a plane, obviously. Right. But what would work is if he had like a sheer sticker in front of the card, because she did not touch the glass. But she said it was clearly behind the thing. Oh, like a, a, almost a film. But it would have to be so. Right it would there. have to. But he, she, number one, didn't see him stick it. Uh-huh. Didn't, and there was nothing. There was no, no futzing with the window. And now, he, no, I'll say he, one more thing. I'll say one more thing. Danielle did say throughout the plane, why would she have any concern with David Blaine other than the fact it would have had to be when she went to the bathroom that he did anything with the window because he would have had to reach over. Okay. But right, she said but she picked the card, though. Yeah. She picked the card, so even if he had set it up in advance, he wouldn't have known what card she was going to pick. No. I'm telling you it didn't happen. I'm telling you that Allie was right originally. You're marrying a liar. Yeah, oh, no. I, this, I is, this is quite a concern. I didn't Until I said it out loud on, on the radio, I didn't think about it. And now I feel like I'm a Dateline episode about to happen. She made up a story, and now when you leave the house, she calls her actual boyfriend, David yeah. Blade, and says, mm-hmm. you're not going to believe this idiot still believes the card story. Yeah, the plane story. Also, when are you coming over? Yeah, no, uh, I know. We're know going, where are we eating tonight? I know. Jensen I know. Carp? You know what? He made that card go behind glass, but he's going to make my entire uh, love life go away. Disappear. I'm, I'm going to be the one on Dateline that says that you uh, you really lit up the room. Oh, <laughs> thank right? you. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. All right. Uh, we got a tweet from a lister. Miguel Salcito nope. was his... Manuel Salgado. <laughs> I mean, I can't with any of you in this room right now. At least we're not a radio station in Los Angeles <sighs> uh, filled with a Hispanic community that makes up most of the city. Manuel What's... Salgado, not Miguel Salcito. So Miguel Salcito, he tweets us. <laughs> Holy crap! And he says, hey, uh, I'm just uh, paraphrasing now. He uh, may not have said these exact words, but man, is your show the best. And boy, do I love it. And I listen all the time. And you guys are genius. Is handsome too. And oh, then he man. said, but I've got a suggestion for a call-in topic for your listeners. And this very rarely happens uh, where somebody makes a, a suggestion of a topic that we've never done before. Mm-hmm. But he said, if you could go back in time and uninvent something, what would it be? Mm. And I started thinking about that, and I thought, man, there's a lot of things on my list of, of uh, things that were supposed to move the civilization forward, make the world a better place, and it has done nothing but make it worse. And if somebody had never thought of that, I think we'd all be better off. Yeah. So if you'll allow me to go first, and then we'll mm-hmm. go around the room, and then include some phone calls from you, the Kevin and Bean listener, at 1-800-520-1067. Here's a couple of the things that I would uninvent. And I will start with my mortal foe, and it's come up on this program before, and we've discussed it, and that is the goddamn mother effing leaf blower. Yeah. Un- 
necessary. For thousands of years, you know what we did? Is we raked or swept leaves <laughs> out of the street. Right. For thousands of years, Allie. He gets so mad. And then some a-hole came up with, you know what? There's a way to make this household chore miserable for everybody who lives within five miles of the house by putting a big old loud engine on it and only allowing leaf blowing to happen before 8 a.m. on a Saturday. Do you think he's foaming at the mouth? I am for Thank oh, you. There no. it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. the window being. Yeah. When you hear that leaf blower go off and you know you've got 20 minutes of this BS ahead of you, you think, why don't you spend the extra 10 minutes and just rake? All right? Oh, the Stop streets it. are so clean, though. Stop it. And our neighbors are so And dirty. I'd also like to add, in addition to how awful the invention is, most people who use a leaf blower, what do they do? They blow the leaves to the other side of the street. <laughs> yeah, there's they no raking even, involved. There's no raking. They, yeah. It's not like they blow them into, into a corner and then bag them and put them away. They just blow them onto my yard. <laughs> leaf blowers. Who's okay. with me? There's a there's a deafening yeah. eh from the studio. Yeah. I uh, how are you guys cool with leaf blowers? When you hear them, you go, "Oh, that's that's making the world a better place." I'm glad that was invented. I don't get angry at them. I hate sound in general. I don't even like motorcycles that are super loud like uh-huh. that. So I get what you're saying. I just don't think they come up as much in 2018. The leaf blower does it. It, uh, I find they come up too much. Because they're technically hear... illegal here, right? Yeah. They and should it, be, yeah. Depends on the neighborhood. And yeah. they made electric ones that are a lot quieter. And but They it, should be it, illegal it, everywhere. Yeah. It still All blows right. it just into the neighbor's You're yard. Not if, you'll, if you'll permit me one more. Sure. Because <clears throat> I'm fired up about this. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Standing and I on have, his chair. <laughs> and I have said in the past, when I run for governor, and it's unlikely I'll run for governor, but if I did, I believe I would be elected on the strength of this one campaign promise. I will make illegal... And we will go back in time and we will uninvent the ability for websites to autoplay video and audio. Okay. You, can, you cannot go to a website and have it automatically start playing a song, an ad, a TV show, whatever's on that site. You have to physically hit a button if mm-hmm. that's what you want to happen. <sighs> autoplay is the curse of the 21st century. See, I think they fixed that problem is when you scroll down, it stops playing. Mm. And I, I I don't mind that. You have to whack. It's like playing whack-a-mole to sometimes get the two ads that are that are yeah. that are playing at the same time. And sometimes you can't figure out where the sound is coming from on a <laughs> yes. page. And I uh, and I'm a guy like many people who work, you know, work with computers who have four or five pages open mm-hmm. at a time and sometimes something will start okay you know four minutes in something will start and because uh, they have a timer on it or something and it's a miserable experience yeah and I know obviously why they do it because that's how they sell advertising or that's how they get views that's how mm-hmm. they get credit for it but it should be we should uninvent that the okay. person who came up with that needs to be put down wow jeez right. okay all right so that's just, that's two of a list right. of uh, 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 1,100 that yeah. I have, by the way. But I want to give everybody else some time before we go to your calls for uninventions at 1-800-520-1067. Alan McKay, you're up. Um, just going along the same vein with you, with computers, when you get an email and it says click to unsubscribe, and you click to unsubscribe, and then you have to log in to something that you never subscribed to in the first place just to yes. opt out. F you! No, oh, wrong. it drives me nuts. Not wrong. It, yes. And That's... by the way, you don't subscribe to 99% Absolutely. of the unsubscribed notices that you hit. Before you go, can I ask you why you're unsubscribing? 
Well, I didn't sign up for it. Thank yes. you. Yeah, death yeah. to the person who wrote that. I'm Absolutely. with you. 100%. Let's uninvent that. Um, a uh, couple quick ones, though. Yes. Uh, the Fox News. Fair. Fair. Let's get fair rid of that. Balanced. Fair yes. and balanced. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, neck beards. Whoever invented that, hey. let's get rid of that. Hey, relax. Okay. Um, but I think my main one that I think a lot of people will not agree with, but once I finish this, they will. Magnifying mirrors are great. If you have like a weird hair, ladies, it'll happen later in life, probably on your chin. Great. So you could find it, tweeze it, get it out. But magnifying mirrors in hotel rooms, no, unacceptable. I will not let that happen. I would I, think that would be a courtesy for no, the female guests to because, have something they can use. No, you will not leave that mirror. You will find 18 million things wrong <laughs> yeah. before you're supposed to be meeting people down for dinner. You're like, are my pores this big? Yeah. This is insane. You're, you're basically roommates with a blackhead. Yeah, point. it's insane. So magnifying mirrors in hotels, uninvented. Oh, so right that's there. too much. That's too much odyssey for you. Too much. Oh, okay. Junk looks so big, though. Uh, Dave, oh, King of Mexico, there's a reason you're in here, right? Oh, please, let's forget we heard that. Uh, I'd like to uninvent that line. Yeah, what you got, neckbeard? <laughs> That's beard? it. It's... Yeah, neckbeard, what do you have? Listen, it's something that everyone doesn't use, and it's, it's worthless. It is the windshield wiper oh, on the go. automobile. No Dave. one needs it, especially in California. Everyone no needs it. No one needs it. People use it. Because they're dumb and it they causes use, accidents. They this is use crazy. it so they can yeah. see so they out can of survive. a wind. So they can survive. You don't yes. need it. You do not need it during the rain. The rain goes off the windshield wiper while you're driving. And the windshield while you're driving. You do not uh, need the wiper. The wiper uh, is a BS invention just to sell more parts on the automobile. You're technically arguing with science. No, yeah. it's it's not science. It is because the Could, water, if it comes too hard, I'm not going to see out the window. <sighs> Listen. There's actually products where you could spray your windshield and the the rain rain X. It's perfect. It goes right off the windshield. So you're Don't saying need the wipers. Get rid of a product with another product. Yeah, Absolutely. No, get rid of a product <laughs> that comes is, with your car yeah, and buy a yeah. different one. No. Sounds it's like okay. someone works for Rain X. <laughs> That's what he's totally in big Rain X's pocket. Absolutely. You can get Rain X. Dave, uh, I don't exercise this option uh, often as the uh, co-host of the program, but I'm going to put you on a timeout. I'm sorry. You're not going to be allowed to talk anymore. Beat All it, right. kid. <laughs> Beat it, kid, indeed. Jensen, what do you got? Mine's easy. I think this is the stupidest. I can't understand why at restaurants I have to get a customer receipt seat and a restaurant receipt copy. Just give me one. You'll keep it. I don't need to because then there's a problem where they put the customer one on top and I sign that one. Then I realize I haven't signed the restaurant's one. This is all crazy. This is stupid. What about expense reports? Expense reports. I'm I'm dealing with that. Mm -hmm. Just ask for an extra receipt. When you sign it, can I get a copy of this receipt? Absolutely. The same way you would do it in other places, like a gas station even. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But 99% of the time you're at a restaurant, it's not that you're going to turn that in as a receipt. It's just... Just you wasting paper. Right. Yes. Because they bring out too many copies. And also, do you think there's a difference between the two receipts? No. There's no difference. It just says customer on it. So if I sign sign the customer when they can still keep it as the merchant copy. Yeah. It's all a BS industry. All right. (laughs) Big paper. Big paper. Also a small one. I think deep dish pizza is garbage. Okay, moving on. Oh. Hot take Jones. Hot take Jones strikes again. All right. Let's take one call before the break, and then we'll get to the rest at 1-800-520-1067. All right. I want to start with Dan in Lakewood, please, line. Too. I don't even understand this, but apparently it's so important to Dan that he wants to go back in time and uninvent what, sir? No, I don't. I don't want to just go back in time and and uninvent it. I want to punch him in the mouth. Okay, what's going on? What's the problem? The flathead flat screw uh, screw flathead. 
you need a flathead screwdriver to unscrew, and it flips out and, and what? gouges whatever you're working on. I work construction. It, it, it needs to be uninvented. Why See? didn't they just come up with the Phillips? Phillips, yeah. He's, okay. saying, oh, he's saying Phillips. all Phillips are nothing. Okay. All Phillips all the time. Now, why, in your opinion, you're, you're a guy who's been in the industry, so you must know, why does the flathead screw uh, exist? I don't know. To sell different screwdrivers. I think they invented it first. It had only one line on it. Then somebody said, oh, if we put two lines on it, it won't slip out and, and crush whatever you're working on. Okay. You know what? He's right, though. I, he's because not wrong. the Phillips, you get that. right in there, and it's just in the groove, and it never slips out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but the flathead exactly. makes a great shiv. Uh, by the way, oh. Dave, you're on a timeout right now, so sorry, shut up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Dan, I think you have convinced us. You have yeah. pointed out a problem we did not realize existed. Thank you. You've done the world a great service today. We appreciate you listening. 1-800-520-1067. What would you uninvent? We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. What would you uninvent? By the way, if I just may throw this out there, uh, gender reveal parties. Oh, good are one. not a, a not a necessary thing. Yeah, we don't really awesome. care whether your dumb kid is a boy or a girl, and it's a giant colossal. Hey, look at me! Just send out a note, an email. Hey, we just went to the doctor. We found out it's a girl. That's all you need to do. It's a good one. Don't turn it into a thing. All right, let's go to Andrew. Line one. He is in uh, Fullerton, and he joins us on the Kevin Bean Show. You get to uninvent a thing. What's it going to be, Andrew? The one thing I would uninvent is the shake weight. The shake weight. Huh. Isn't, isn't that a thing that has uh, that some people claim has helped them lose weight? It's an exercise aid. Have you ever used one? No. Okay. So when your 86 year old grandmother orders a shake weight, uh, pretty sexual uh, mm. hand movement going on. Yeah. It's, it's cringy. <laughs> it's cringy and uncomfortable. And okay, you know. fair enough. Okay. Andrew has been scarred by seeing Nana using the shake weight. You guys. Uh, here's the yeah, thing, Andrew. If, if you have the time. <clears throat> Google a, she's a world-renowned journalist, Allie McKay, shake weight, and it might change your mind. It, it, got, three, oh, it got three million views in two days until my work, oh, we took I've it down. It. Oh, I, I've seen it. Yeah. Okay, you don't have any problem with watching Allie with a shake weight. It's just you don't want to see oh, no. grandma with a shake weight. Oh, no, of course not. All right. Okay, very good, it. sir. Right. May I throw one more out there? I mean, I just assume you have a little diary in front of you that's written out like a serial killer with thousands of these. So go ahead, please. I am uh, I am angry at the world, and I do write a lot of strongly worded letters. The topic on the table is what would you uninvent if you could go back in time? And I'm going to suggest this, the guy who invented this. Why? Needs to be, needs to be shot and buried. Actually, you know what? Don't shoot him. Just bury him. Bean? Seriously. You know what? I think By the way, I think I'm going to sample that. 
Okay, you're awful, but I will say this. I almost brought that up, but I didn't want to have to play it because then it would get stuck in everyone's head. I hate you so much right now. But uninvent, right? Agree. Uh, Let's live in a world where the Cars for Kids jingle never existed. That's a better world to live in. Amen. All right, let's get to as many calls as we can. 1-800-520-1067. We might as well start with Dan, line three. I know he's champing at the bit to get this one on the air just to annoy me. Pico Rivera. Hey, Dan, what's going on? Hey, good morning, everyone. Yeah, so I know being this might, um, you might have a feeling about this, daylight saving time. I I used to be uninvented. I'm a history teacher, and for years I've been ranting against it. It it kills people from the lack of sleep. It doesn't save energy. It's not for the farmers. It's just garbage. I hate it. Can we please uninvent it? I 100% agree with you. I think that that is an idea whose time has come. And if I remember correctly, Allie, correct me mm-hmm. if this sounds right, they're voting on that, aren't they, in the, in the November in, election? Yeah, but certain states, right? Which makes no sense. It has to be all of the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. And yeah. I, you know what? I honestly think, Dan, I don't know if it'll happen in the next five years, but I think it. I think eventually that's mm. the conclusion most Americans are going to come to, and I think your wish is going to come true. Thank you for the call, sir. We appreciate it. But Dan does know it's daylight savings. Right? How dare... I want to uninvent you. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Jeff. <clears throat> Excuse me. Canoga Park Line 2, please. Up next on the Kevin DeBeach Show. Hey, Jeff. What you got for us? Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Great. So, I'm not, not sure how many of you shop at CVS, but every time you go into CVS, you buy one thing and you get a six-foot-long receipt. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. I, I know it sounds like you're doing stand up, but you're really not exaggerating. No, yeah, no, no, there no, are whole. It's, it's it's six feet long on the back. There's, you know, coupons for things you never heard of for like two cents off. There are whole websites dedicated to women putting it around them like a sash as yeah. Miss CVS, <laughs> yeah. which makes me laugh. But it is absurd. It's not a receipt; it's a scroll. It is. Yeah, <laughs> and also Dead I don't need two dollars off skin lotion that bad. You know what I mean? Like, let's just forgive and forget. You've seen your elbows. All right, good point. great call, sir. We're with you. Allison is in Whittier. She's up next line one on the Kevin Amin Show. Allison, we're in the uninventing business. What do you suggest? Good morning. I think we should uninvent overdone lip injections and flat tummy tea ads on Instagram. Oh, I'm with you, girl. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) I'm with you. Like, I'm down for a little bit of injections if you've got nothing but... Stop with the platypus and the flat tummy tea. Just work out, homegirl. Just work out. It feels like you're just attacking people who've been on The Bachelor. (laughs) Between the lips and the ads, that's just a Bachelor contestant. By the way, I've never heard it referred to as the platypus. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Absolutely. All right, Allison, we're with you. Thank you so much. Let's go to Belle, please. Line five. She's in Montebello. She seems to have a very specific thing that she wants to uninvent. Good morning. I want to get rid of Yoshinoya. Oh, Belle, you are right in line. I My freshman year in college, I was living in a dorm at USC. There was a Yoshinoya next door. I went there, knew no one at the college, knew no one to hang out with, went there, got sick, first night, pooped my pants for the oh, first no. time ever because of Yoshinoya, didn't meet anyone my first night because I was in my room alone, Cleaning my jeans. Yoshinoya should be banned completely. I appreciate it, Belle, because I pooped my pants. <laughs> Belle, is the food just that bad? Is that what you're saying? I've never ate there. I don't know anyone who's ever ate there. Every time I've driven by one, it's empty. Belle, I don't even know how they Belle, I've eaten there. I'm going to tell you this. 
a rice bowl with some of their teriyaki chicken is a goddamn delight. Oh, oh really? Oh, it is tasty. Maybe on the way in. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's good. <laughs> also, are they a sponsor? Not sure. Not Fair anymore. Enough. Fair Not enough. anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Muggsy. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing today? Time for Cheers with Beer Mug. Hit it, Steve. Woo. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What are you, what are you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. Wow. That's a good question, Bugs. Where's the uh, Where's the bar again? This is the fantastic, lovely Granada Hills O'Grady's bar, and just bar. There's no grill. There's just no they grill. Just serve drinks. <laughs> they have any food at all? <laughs> any kind of finger food? Peanuts? Anything? Sure. They got peanuts, Doritos, uh, any okay. any of the variety pack. Uh, you know, chips growing up that uh, you get in Fritos? your lunchbox. Fritos. Yes. Uh, sounds yeah. like someone goes to Costco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And how about this? Because I'm always surprised when you go in there. There's a lot of regulars there. Are there. Do they have Time Warner? Are they able to put Dodgers games up on the screens in this bar? Absolutely. That's actually one oh. of the main reasons I go to catch the Dodger games. Because Mama Mugs, too cheap to uh, fork over to uh, Spectrum. So I'll gotcha. head over to O'Grady's and watch some baseball. Mm. All right. Uh, Mugs from time to time goes in and asks the burning question of the day. And I understand you have a, a follow-up presentation today on something we talked about on the Kevin and Bean Show yesterday. Tell us about it. Yeah, this is a continuation from uh, what you would tell your high school self. Now, we learned a lot from you guys. You know, Allie, you would wear sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Bean would only focus on the subjects that would help him in his later career. Jensen would be more of himself. Mm -hmm. Guys, everything you told your high school self pales in comparison to what I I found out. Fair, fair. All right, I can't wait. Let's hear it. Veronica, if you could go back and tell your high school self one thing, what would that one thing be? I would have lost my virginity when I was in high school. What the heck? Why did I wait till college or after college, actually? But well, I would have done that. I would have done it in high school. What's a big deal? Me too, Veronica. I, I was prude all the way until I was 19. Get your head out of your ass. Get an education. You do have a pretty good living now, now though, don't you, Matt? I have a great living right now. But you're a smart guy. You don't need an education. No, nah, I'm dumb as a <laughs> stick. <laughs> if you could go back and tell your high school self one thing, what would it be? <laughs> Believe in yourself and follow through with whatever your mind puts yourself to. I love you. May I interrupt uh, for honestly, a moment here? Be like- let, me, let, me stop, let me stop for a second. Muggs, uh, lay it out for me. So you drink how much before you pick up the bike and start interviewing people? I start off, you know, with a couple Bud Lights, maybe followed by a shot mm-hmm. and some Fritos. So you're fairly well uh, lubricated. Oh, before. yeah. It, it, do you feel, is it is it that you're trying to get the nerve up to actually start talking to people? Or are you hated and you're just trying to avoid the task? Or what's going on? The worst thing in the world is talking to drunk people being sober. So okay. I got to get on their level, son. Yeah. I love how Mug sounds when he's drunk, by the way. It brings me joy. It's so fun. All right. Let's go back to the tape. I love you. Uh, honestly, I'd be like, don't drink. And don't smoke as much as I did back then because, man, I would have saved myself a lot of pain. And, you know, actually, you know, never mind, man. That was probably the best decisions I've ever did in my life was drinking and smoking. So, you know what? Don't listen to Oscar. Do what you want to do in life. Don't yeah. ever forget who you are. And if you don't know who you are, 
You have a long time to figure out who you're about to be. A tear just came to my eye, Danko. I love you. <laughs> I got one on the academic side, which is ask questions, make relationships, and get to know people. Huh. And then the second thing would be on the naughtier side is just try to f*** as many people as you can. There's a 50-50 chance it happens. Uh. That's what I tell them. USA! USA! <laughs> get a gym membership, bitch. <laughs> DD. If you can go back in high school and tell high school D one thing, what would that one thing be? Graduate. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> be a popo. Be a police. Be the police. All right. Study math. I had to quit, too. I literally quit geometry. I went to my counselor. I was like, yeah, no. That was the straw that broke the camel's back and uh, prevented me from having any type of successful career ever since I chose humanities and communications arts instead. Well, you're very good. Off. You're good off. What? <laughs> good what? off what? You're better off. Oh. <laughs> sorry, I just hit you. I just hit you in the chin with my microphone. I'm sorry. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so there you go. Ah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's getting sloppy. It is. Ah. Um, a question. As a fan of Cheers with Beer Mug, I did not hear my favorite Monty... Yeah, I don't know where he is. It's really hard, believe it or not, to get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. And could be dead. Was what I heard in the segment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put the search and rescue out for Monty. Maybe we'll get him on the next one. Okay. Do you do you have our, uh, like? Would you consider some of these people friends now at this point, Mugs? Like Love they're happy people. to see you. It sounds like on the tape. I laid down for these people. <laughs> really, they're okay. my people. I do like you're like um, a journalist who has to go to Vietnam to mm-hmm. report on the war. You yeah. engulf yourself fully. You're one with your subjects. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're, you're embedded. You're uh, basically uh, alcoholic Woodward Birdstein. Well, thank you, yeah. Jensen. That's a, that's amazing. That's such an honor. No worries. Uh, Mugs did not understand that reference, but I thought it was very <laughs> Watergate, funny. Watergate, right. man. Watergate. I know. We have Ronan Farrow, and we have him. Thank you. This has been Cheers with Beer Bug. It's Kevin and B. K.U. Rock. K.R.O.Q. Allie's here with one of our favorite What's Happenings of the Week here about this time every Friday. Allie, you turn us on to some new music. Yeah, we do a thing called the That's My Jam playlist, and we tag it on all the Kevin and Bean socials. Just follow along at Kevin and Bean on Twitter or on Facebook. And then when you see the That's My Jam playlist... Click follow, and you are going to get new music from the crew here at Kevin and Bean delivered right to your ear holes every single week. So far, I think we're up to over three and a half hours of music on there. And it's all really varied stuff because we all like extremely different things. And by the way, we only present a couple of them on the air, but the mm-hmm. whole crew participates. Christine puts songs up, Omar mm-hmm. puts songs up, Mugs, yep. and everybody. So there's uh, there's really a wide variety on there, and it's a fun way to discover new stuff that your friends are into. Absolutely. And the great thing about it is it's just there every single week. You don't have to go looking for it. It is right there. Here's the thing. It could be something brand new that we just found out about. It could be something old that came up on a playlist and you're like, hey, I remember this song. I really like it. Which is why Kevin chose a Nine Inch Nail song again, Into the Void, which we love about him. He he feels no need to listen to new stuff. I get it. But Kevin's right. choice was Nine Inch Nails, Into the Void. We're not going to play a clip of that because we've got Jensen filling in too. But first up, Bean, what is your choice? Uh, here's a band I'm sure you guys are familiar with. They've been very popular in Los Angeles for the last, uh, I don't know, 10 years or so. They are called Dawes. Mm-hmm. 
And um, their uh, their lead singer, by the way, Taylor Goldsmith, uh, by coincidence, if you've seen him in the tabloids, is engaged to be married to Mandy Moore. Sure. But they are wonderful, wonderful singer-songwriters. They just played opening for the Electric Light Orchestra last week at Staples Center. But their sixth album is out right now, and it is called Passwords, and it is great. Here's the song I chose from Dawes this week. It's called Telescope. That is my kind of singer-songwriter album and voice, by the way. I love that band. Mandy Moore has a type, huh? Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she does. That is for sure. Jensen, yes. you're filling in for Kevin. Yeah. What did you pick? Song of the Summer, baby. Oh. I'm a big fan of figuring oh. out what the song of the summer is. I mm-hmm. think I found it. Okay. Uh, this song is by Ella May. She's a singer-songwriter out of London. It's E-L-L-A-M-A-I, not like LMAFAO, that terrible band that mm-hmm. somehow made it into the uh, rankings of pop culture for some reason. Ella May deserves it. Uh, she is signed to DJ Mustard's label, which is a great hip-hop producer. Mm-hmm. But in this case, he's using it for his R&B needs, right? Okay. So Ella May singer, her album, it's an EP called Ready... Uh, uh, it was released actually back last year, but they pulled it for a second mm-hmm. so that Boot Up could be a single. Just came out a couple months ago, and it is a jammer. It sounds like kind of New Jack uh, Swing, mm. kind of early 90s, Shanice R&B. Right. This is LMA. This is Boot Up. All right. Did, did we just get booed up? Listen, guys, Sisters with Voices is back, and it's named LMA. <laughs> oh, I love I like SWV. It. There you go. Loved. All right, my choice is a gentleman named Fantastic Negrito. Here's the thing with this dude. I saw him on NPR's Tiny Desk cons- Concerts, which everyone knows I'm obsessed with, but he won the Tiny Desk contest in 2015 and i was hooked chris cornell fell in love with him asked him to go on tour with him so we opened up for chris uh, cornell did shows with him on the higher truth tour then opened for his temple of the dog shows then he just turned around and won a grammy in 2017 for best contemporary blues album but why everyone isn't listening to fantastic negrito It blows my mind. His new album came out, I think, late June. It's called Please Don't Be Dead, and it is phenomenal. Every song on it is awesome. But my choice was a song called Plastic Hamburgers. Well, you couldn't ask for three more different songs this week on the playlist, could you? Totally. And you know, I do know him because, Mm -hmm. you know, he was in a coma. Yeah, he was pretty much dead. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, he, he was gone for like three weeks in a coma. Yeah. And uh, he came from a car accident. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is this is kind of what he came out doing. Yeah. He I like kind to of think changed... he got the powers from the accident. Yeah. Uh, he kind of changed his whole life around. If you yeah. go back and, and look at his whole life story, it's insane that he's what, alive. What's the artist's name again? His name is Fantastic Negrito. And That's he will say, racist. He, no, it is not. <laughs> and he will say, there was only one Fantastic Negrito, and you're looking at him. It, it sounds, sounds racist. racist. It isn't at all in stereo. But he will racist. be playing, listen, he'll be playing the Ohana Festival. So mm. the next time you can see him, he's playing the Sunday night of that down there. Mm. If you want to go check him out. He's so good, you He's guys. great. Is that racist? Tell me the truth. Again, no. It's... Uh, Bean, you just ruined That's My Jam. Did you know we were in the presence of a bona fide racist? Here's the thing. That's My Jam. We're going to link it to all of our sites at Kevin and Bean. Click follow and you're going to get new music right to your ears every You're the one being racist. I am. I'm just. Okay. Moving on. Some birthdays for you. Belinda Carlisle. Donnie Wahlberg. Sean Penn. Lil Pump. Lil B. Robert De Niro. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I've been looking forward to this all week long, you guys. Oh, Jensen. Nope. That's my ska noise. The Interrupters are here, ladies and gentlemen. The Interrupters in the building here on the world-famous K-Rock. Now, the whole... The whole band is here to be performing in a few minutes, but we have Amy and Kevin in studio with us right now. And I have to tell you, I was starting to get a little bit of a complex because your band seems to be crushing hard on Stryker <laughs> and also Megan here at K-Rock. Very little Kevin and Bean love until today. <laughs> you know what? It starts now. Okay, right. well, we're happy about that. We're happy to have you. So, um, all four of you guys are local? Yeah. Uh, Where'd y'all grow up? The Valley. Uh, Sherman Oaks, Van Nuys area. A18, um, baby! Yeah, A18. Nice. Went to high school right around here, though, at, at Hamilton. So all oh. over, all over LA, really. Okay. Yeah. And what? And uh, so the so the three brothers are in a band. Amy's on the same bill. That's how you meet. Instant yeah. chemistry. Pretty much. I mean, we definitely exchanged CDs that first night, and we were like, "Hey, we should write some songs together." And here we are, eight years later. Nice. Oh, yeah. Were you like, oh, these dudes again, Amy? Uh, no, I, they're adorable. They are. I yeah. love them immediately. They're like, they're like uh, Ska Hansen. Yeah. Ska yeah. Hansen. Hansen. Yes. We've we done it again. We gotta stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're twin what? twin brothers. Yeah. So you you know, and they are very hard to tell to tell apart. Yeah. So. They've got the same face, which I believe yeah. is what they mean by twins. It's very yeah. common yeah. with twins. Yeah. 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 Okay. A lot of them look alike, okay. But they're a rhythm section, bass and drums. So we've got a really tight, good rhythm session. They, they're very, like, uh, telepathic. Yeah, totally they into each other's each other. minds. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Kevin, tell me about the Bavona kids as little kids. I mean, were you banging around on instruments together, like, at six years old or something? Or is this something you came to, like, high school times? No, pretty much, yeah. We grew up, you know, our father's a musician, our grandfather was a musician. So there was always instruments in the house. And as early as we could kind of pick up a guitar... I picked up a guitar, and then I kind of had Jesse play drums, and the only thing left was bass, and Justin ended up playing bass, and it just kind of worked out, because he's a great bass player now, but that was, uh, it was kind of like necessity's the mother of invention, but yeah, I mean, we grew up listening to K-Rock and trying to learn, you know, 
Green Day songs and Rancid songs and stuff, and uh, so this is kind of it's kind of mind blowing for us right now. Uh, it's not only mind blowing that uh, you're here, and it's, we feel the same way about about having you visit. But the bands you just mentioned yeah. are bands that you've ended up be- not only being in the universe with, but writing with, working with, producing with. I mean, that has to just blow your mind. Yeah, it never gets old for sure. I love that Billy Joe was like, "Hey, I, here's a riff. If you guys want it, cool. If not, whatever." We're like, <laughs> "Holy crap!" Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah. Travis Barker has been a big proponent of your band for a long time. Is he, because we always argue he is the greatest person on the planet. Like, we can't think of anyone who's sweeter, who's nicer, who's more genuine. I'm in the room, dude. I mean, Jesus. Jensen Jensen included, by the way. Do you adore him like we do? We love Travis, yeah, yeah. and uh, he's been a supporter of our band since the beginning. We recorded our second record at his studio. He opened the door for us for free, and um, I mean, and Tim Armstrong, who produced all our records, like all these guys are so supportive, and like they're they're like family for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. What's it like out of Southern California? Because you do tour a lot. Is there? Forgive my ignorance on this, but ska never really went away for a certain population in Southern California. That it'll always be popular here. With a certain number of people. Is that the case as you travel around? Is there a ska community in every town? Definitely. There's a ska community everywhere you travel. Yeah. It never really goes away. It just kind of ebbs and flows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. Maybe to the mainstream in and out, you know. But every time we pull up to a city and we play a show, there's definitely kids there dancing that are uh, keeping the dream alive. You started out as a reg- straight-up rock and roll band and then got into punk? Um, or no, is that wrong? I, well, we, you know, this band is, uh, we've always like kind of played punk rock and that's yeah. what we grew up doing and that's where our heart is. So, I mean, we've, you know, played some reggae here, some rock there and just kind of like, uh, you know, anything we like, we, we don't discriminate. That's a beautiful thing about modern times too, is no one's really that genre specific anymore. Like I only listen to this type of music or, and that's the great thing about like, you know, all streaming and all that stuff. So as a, uh, as a, a punk Scott band uh, out of L.A. with a female front, uh, you know, singer. I, obviously, you guys get a lot of comparisons to uh, to say Ferris, obviously, right? They're <laughs> <laughs> friends of ours. Uh, but point is, uh, do 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 you guys like? Did you ever think like in 2018, like w- you guys are killing it? It's being added on all these radio stations. Like who uh, who kind of saw that coming with Scott? You guys are kind of doing the unthinkable. We we are we are, it's but we're pinching ourselves and yeah. we're just so grateful like that we're getting love on radio we never no one we didn't think like you know seven years ago when we started like a ska punk band that we were gonna yeah. you know be climbing the charts and but. the first time <laughs> you heard yourself we, was here right you you were listening to K Rock and you were like that's us. Yeah. yeah, Stryker. Yeah. Yeah. Stryker played us at 420. Yeah. That's why they love Stryker the most. <laughs> well, <laughs> Understandable. That's well, fair. But we, uh, we are really so blown away by the love that we're getting. And we just we just thank you guys for believing in us yeah. from the beginning. Look, and we, we say this all the time to bands. We, we're not on the air. We're not a radio station without great music from great bands. So we appreciate you so much making something that our audience enjoys so much. So thank you for that. Oh, thank, and, you. Oh, thank you. And it's interesting, Amy, to hear you say that the radio play is something that's so unexpected and i get what you're saying because for most people the music is the reward the fact that we created this and now we have something that we love and then we can share most people don't dream beyond that the last mm-hmm. thing you expect is you're playing the kimmel show like you yeah. were like you were last week. <laughs> yeah. and then you then you have to wake up that day and go i'm going to be playing songs tonight that people uh. are going to be able to see in hawaii and in maine 
It's just big time. Oh, my gosh, yeah. We are so, seriously blown away by it. Every day, we're just, like, pinching ourselves. So, the yeah. thing the, uh, that I love is you posted you meeting one of your absolute heroes, Joan Jett. Yes. And this relationship through just looking at this picture, I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, that's going to be some little girl listening to you right now. In, like, 10 years, she's going to meet you, and it's going to be that same thing. That's, yeah, that blows That's me nuts, away. right? Yeah. So don't be a dick, Amy. I think is what. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what Alex saying. If you sit in a room with the interrupters, the first thing you think about is these guys are oh, dicks. Boy, <laughs> the boys these... honestly look 11 years old, which is something we should also address. That each of them needs yeah, chaperones on tour. They are definitely drinking a lot of water. Children. Your skin looks great. I thought job. that I was watching some of your uh, videos yesterday from a tour, and you guys are out there looking very sharp in your suits. And I was thinking they look like little kids who had to go to a wedding. <laughs> Thank the uh, the K-Rock Summer Pool Party is going to be happening tomorrow, you guys. Iration is going to be performing. You know those guys? Um, we don't, but we're looking forward to meeting them. Um, yeah, they're awesome. That's a good band, too. Yeah, yeah. along with the Interrupters, uh, we're giving away tickets, uh, of course, throughout the day today, including on our show coming up next hour. Uh, Four-pack of passes on the way. That is going to be at the Morongo Casino Resort and Spa, and your friend Stryker is going to be hosting it. Go to krock.com for another chance to win. All right, we are going to send you all down the hall, and I understand you are going to perform a couple of songs from your latest album, which was just out at the end of June called Fight the Good Fight. There's not a bad song on this record, so you guys can play whatever the hell you want, okay? Oh, thank you oh, so thank much. Thank you so much. And we will check in with you on the other side of the break. Live music from the Interrupters <laughs> happening this morning no. on the no. Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Almost uh, 50 years ago, Houston in Mission Control was able to talk to the men standing on the moon almost 50 years ago. Yet I still have concerns and questions <laughs> that I'm going to be able to get down the hall and get Allie and the interrupters at the HD Radio Sound Space here at K-Rock. Allie, can you hear me? Come on. I'm sorry. Repeat all that? <laughs> totally kidding. Please don't. No, we hear uh, you. Everything's good. Uh, you do? You sound yeah. very good. Excellent. Uh, well, I'm not the one that should sound good. Let's make sure the band does as well. You guys can hear us, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So we're happening. The Interrupters has been our guest. The album is called Fight the Good Fight. It was released on June 29th. You've been hearing the song She's Kerosene a lot here on K-Rock. It's one of our best songs we're playing right now. But what are you going to be doing first for us here, guys? This is a little ditty called Take Back the Power. I can't wait. Live Interrupters playing acoustic on the Kevin and Bean Show on the world-famous K-Rock. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. It's our time to take back the power. You guys, I'm a leader and I'm going to fight. That's my plan. Whoa. Interrupters uh, played acoustic live here on uh, K-Rock. That is a song from your first album, I want to say. Is that from your first album? Yeah. That's a that's an interesting choice. Way to sell the new record, you guys. He broke, he broke a string on that one. 
Uh, oh, did you? Play it hard. Yeah, nobody told them it's 8 o'clock in the morning. You guys yeah. are killing it. Yeah, they're jamming it. That's yeah. A, that's a, and by the way, as I hear that, and it's fun to hear it acoustic because it's so different from on the album, but in my mind, I picture what that must be like for you to sing on stage with, you know, 5,000, 8,000, 10,000 fans, whatever it is, singing that chorus back to you. That just must be, feel like magic when you write something and see the way it resonates with a crowd. Oh, man, it's everything. It's yeah. everything. Yeah. All right. Uh, interrupters are here. Don't forget again, uh, they're going to be at the Morongo Casino Resort and Spa tomorrow playing with iRation. Keep listening to Kirok for your way-, way to win passes into that. We do have time for another. We would be honored if you would uh, play something for us. All right. This next song is about a girl. And what happened to her, Amy? Well, she got arrested for shooting down her man, U.S. Marshals. You guys, um, if that if that song is not made into a major motion picture starring Aubrey Plaza, then I don't know anything. That is fantastic. <laughs> What are your uh, what are your plans for the uh, summer into the fall? What's up for the uh, interrupters next after Morongo tomorrow? Well, Morongo is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. After that, we're going and doing the Scallywag Festival. There's one in San Diego. There's one in Boise, Seattle, Denver, Austin. Then we are going to England in December. In oh, nice! Surf City Blitz in Huntington Beach. Another one with Rancid. You guys are you guys are living the rock and roll dream you've been thinking about your whole lives, aren't you? Yes. You're telling us, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> uh, Including being on this stage. So thank you for having us. It's truly uh, It's honor. our pleasure. It's so wonderful to finally meet you in person. Thank you, guys. Uh, the Interrupters are the band. Their new album is called Fight the Good Fight. It's available everywhere. We love you so much. You got a home here at K Rock. Thanks for stopping by. Thank, thank you so you much. So much. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. All right. Come on, crash test dummies again. Let's no. do it. Oh, come on. No. Don't even Every say that. Friday at this time, we give you the opportunity to help us pick the music. Any song K-Rock's ever played, we call it Keep It 100. I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. All right, uh, some good choices we just missed this time around, you guys. From Azusa, um, Stu was going to ask for Sugar by System of a Down. Great choice. Good song. Still huh? my favorite System of a Down song after all these years. Best uh, Armenians in rock. Texter, uh, what, inarguably, Texter 101 was uh, Jorge from Orange. He wanted to hear a little Jump Around, House of Pain. Great song. But neither of them were Texter 100. And uh, the Texter 100, by the way, even though every single week we say, hey, text us, and then we're going to get you on the air and talk about your song, sometimes they, those people become strangely unavailable. So Michael in Corona has a song. And as we like to do, Beer Mug Theater is on the air. Michael in Corona joins us on the phone right now. Hey, Mike, how are you? Good morning, Kevin and Bean. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The background, the backstory in this impression is going to be great when you hear it. But let him talk a little bit longer. And then we'll tell you the backstory to this. Go ahead. So, Michael, you. 
On this, the day of my daughter's wedding, to request a Keep It 100 song. Well, we're delighted to hear that. What's going on out in Corona today and this weekend, Michael? Any plans? You know, we're going to sit down with the five families and try to hash out a deal. Unbelievable. I finally saw this movie, so I get it. He was told right before we went on to do the Godfather voice, and this is what we got as a result. Uh, This is unbelievable. I didn't know he was actually going to play Don Corleone. I thought he was going to be Michael and Corona, but just with the voice is what I expected. Wait, I thought he'd go with Michael, the son. Yeah, could have been too. Oh, exactly. look at my Godfather knowledge, this bitches. Is, I mean, you guys, he's doing a, a, a woman who's dying of throat cancer. <laughs> By the way, Jensen, uh, Ali, sorry to get the aside here on Keep It 100. Ali finally uh, buckled to peer pressure and watched the first Godfather movie, mm-hmm. which is acknowledged to be one of, if not the greatest movie of all time. Most likely, but, yeah. Will not watch Godfather Two, which oh, is we'll, we'll wait till you even, get to three. Which is, but two is but even people better. Say two though. is it's the best, best picture. Yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. So I'm please very do. Busy. All right, yeah. uh, Michael, what song did you choose today, and why, please? After thinking long and hard, oh. I would like to hear, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, zero. That's a great choice, <laughs> Michael and Corona. Michael. Thank you for listening great, to the Kevin and Bean Show. Great impression of Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> and, <laughs> and thanks for being on. Keep it one hundred. Keep it one hundred. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes, you guys, who, by the way, just apparently were amazing along with LCD Sound System at the Hollywood Bowl Mm -hmm. in May. They just played recently, and that is a great band. Always fun to listen to. Thank you to uh, Michael and Corona for making the suggestion on Keep It 100 today. By the way, he sounded like a very nice man, too. I'm glad we got a chance to chat with uh, Michael. That was, okay. I hope he gets that thing out of his throat. (laughs) (laughs) Allie, I ask you uh, every year to to test your memory. Mm -hmm. That song was a big K-Rock song in what year, please? I I distinctly remember listening to that a lot in the year 2010. You are so nine. close. Ten, nine. nine. It was 2009. Oh, wrong too. Hey, that's real good, by the way. That's real Thanks, good. Bean. That song was uh, very popular at the time. It was used on Beverly Hills 90210, Gossip Girl, Ugly Betty. It was on the soundtrack to the Tony Hawk Ride video game as well, and it still sounds great today. Thanks again to Michael and Corona. We'll do it again next Friday as we keep it 100 here on The Kevin and Bean Show. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous K-Rock. You're listening to the world-famous K-Rock at 106.7 KROQ on a Friday. Friday. By the way... Um, Cat Corbett, I have not get, I've not received your ruling on Friday. Jensen is in. Kevin mm-hmm. is way out. Allie is way out. Where do you fall on Friday? <sighs> I flip flop on Friday. Do you really? Yeah. It depends on who says it. Yeah. What about Bean saying it? No, absolutely not. No. Cat. <laughs> I, I was afraid of that. All right. Uh, time for our uh, final look at what's happening here for the week. What's going on? Well, before we get to what's happening, Chip has 17 shows this weekend. I, uh, I, think, we, I think we just added another one. Okay. I think we're up to 18. 
Uh, so we just got back from Sturgis. We did a week out there. We are playing in L.A. and Orange County this weekend. Uh, tonight we're doing Echo Park Rising. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're playing in Lot 1, which is 1533 West Sunset Boulevard. If you want to see Well Hung Heart, we go on at 10 o'clock. Okay. And then tomorrow, K-Rock Locals Only presents Feedback Fest. It's a festival we put on, nice. uh, my band. We got like uh, eight bands tomorrow uh, at the Wayfair in Costa Mesa. Go to wayfarecm.com. It's 15 bucks. We have a tattoo bus there. We have uh, K-Rock will be down there. Um, you can also go down and register to vote. Uh, it'll be a really fun event tomorrow night, too. Wow. And again, uh, Chip's uh, band's name, if you missed it, is Well Hung Heart. So a couple of chances to see, see him this weekend. All right, what else is going on? Well, I'd like to tell you about Tom Cruise, who's reportedly being lined up to play the lead Green Lantern in the forthcoming Warner Brothers DC Comics film, Green Lantern. Was War. it Green Lantern, the movie that almost killed Ryan Reynolds' career? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right? It, it, it uh, This whole thing is odd. This whole, like, Tom Cruise? Really? It is age strange, right? I mean, I, I've read the comic book for most of my life. I think the age doesn't add up. Well, it, it sounds like there's a... Is it like the day before whole, retirement? There are a whole core of them. <laughs> the last day when he gets <laughs> murdered on the, on the last day in the field? <laughs> well, yeah. this report also claims that he said he'll only sign on to do Green Lantern Corps if one major part of the film's script has changed. The part which sees his Green Lantern character... Hating Scientology. (laughs) Yes. He's like, I will not do that. No. His character being killed off. So does that mean he doesn't want to die because he'd like to be in more of them because it'll be a hit? Yeah. Tom Cruise can't die in any movie. Well. Tom Cruise can't die. Has he died in a movie? I don't know. That's a great question. Die another day? He kept dying. In Each Edge day. of Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. It was like Groundhog Day, but oh, science yeah. fiction. Yeah, so he yeah, died yeah. a lot in that movie. And then he's also dead, although a bit of a spoiler. So if you haven't seen this movie in the last 15 years, maybe turn off your radio. Uh, he kind of dies in Vanilla Sky. That's true. Oh, no oh. one has ever gotten to the end of Vanilla Sky. No, 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 no. Come on. How dare you? I, I get to the part where I he's alone that. in Times Square, and I go, what is this BS? And then it's gone. And, and also, at the end of t- Top Gun, there's that uh, murder-suicide uh, that, that happens at the end. <laughs> I'm not I, sure you're right about that. Another spoiler, but yeah, it's a great ending. You guys should check it out. I can't picture Tom Cruise as a superhero, but I will say... Despite the fact that he is an enormously famous celebrity and star, mm-hmm. he's also a terrific actor. Yes, if, yeah. it's a good, if it's a good script and it's a good director, there's no reason why he couldn't pull it off. I and still, he's, he's so hot now. He Again. is. Yeah. He is. I still say Magnolia. Best good. role. I think it's his best because I think it's closest to his character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're probably life. not. And wrong. I love that, right? Yeah, it's good. Wacky Nasty. Hey, guys, stop holding hands. It's super weird. <laughs> All right, Carrie. <laughs> Um, USA has given a series order to Treadstone, a TV spinoff of Universal's Born film franchise. You know that, Matt Matt Damon, right? Mm. It's interesting. It's going to explore the origin story and present-day actions of a CIA black ops program, of course, known as Treadstone. USA! USA! Uh-huh. USA! Right. So if you've always wanted to know the origin story of Matt Damon's character, you can watch it on USA, but it won't be Matt Damon. Hmm. So can I interest you in that? Hmm. No? All right. Can I interest you in this because it makes me laugh so hard? The Kelly Clarkson Show, which is Kelly Clarkson's next TV talk show project, has filmed their pilot. And according to Entertainment Tonight, the program includes laughs, tears, and a motif that led the audience to believe they were inside a barn. What? Oh, the whole set looks like you're in a barn. Like a Cracker Barrel? I love it so much. Like Hee Haw is back on my TV? A little bit. A little bit. 
Oh, Listen, golly. I don't hate this. Her first celebrity guests include Josh Groban, Terry Crews, and Chloe Grace Moretz. Here's um, where they lost me. It's being described that her style is less Oprah, more Kelly Ripa, and I'm out. You know she Fuck. cried three times during the pilot? What? That's Kelly Clarkson did? I mean, yes, yeah. Yeah. because she was she got very emotional talking to people, and she talked to people at a homeless shelter, and she okay. cried. She's just real. Three times. She's real. Ugh. Isn't she, I'm thinking about this barn thing, mm-hmm. isn't she from like Oklahoma or something? Yeah, I think she's or? a Texas girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Texas? got total okay. country roots. All right. Don't you remember American Idol? It's been a long time now. Oh, that was the only good year. Uh, I, I'm telling you, if I, if I had to give a talk show to any American Idol person, I'm creating the Sanjaya show. Like tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm putting him in a barn, too, for no hair. reason. Yeah, not even, <laughs> don't even explain it. Yeah, you're probably right. The show is aiming for a fall 2019 release. She has that X factor, though. Kelly Clarkson, you automatically like her and root for her. So likable. Very likable. So likable. I love her on The Voice. I think she just, she, she's adorable. I will watch it. And especially if it looks like it's in a barn. But if I, if I pick up any Kelly Rippiness from her. Gone. Done. All right. Speaking of done. Pat really? Corbin, I haven't even started yet. What's happening this weekend? I know we normally don't talk about theater in Los Angeles, but we're doing a 90s weekend, so I thought this fits perfectly, and it's getting rave reviews. It's been actually extended uh, through September at the 1111 Theater on Kings Road in West Hollywood. It's a play called Famous. It's kind of like a dude in the 90s who becomes like a superstar and then the drugs and the sex and all that stuff so very 90s centric Mm -hmm. and um, in September J. Michael uh, Troutman from Shameless and Longmire he's going to be um, in the cast so that's a, a nice little 90s thing if that's your jam I say go to that. Check out Famous. You can always hit me up for all this info, by the way. All right. uh, McDonald's in Downey. I had no idea, but they are the oldest operating McDonald's restaurant. Really? Yes. Mm. The oldest still standing. They're, forgive my ignorance here. They're not the first, though, right? It's just they're the, because wasn't it like in Lakewood or someplace like that? I don't remember exactly where. I think the one in Downey is on Lakewood Boulevard. Hmm. You guys know Michael Keaton discovered he created McDonald's. I think that was just the movie. Uh, what? Yeah, the yeah. documentary. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine my surprise. I haven't seen the documentary. So yeah. I'm completely. Well, he's a multi talented guy acting and right. creating McDonald's. This says the oldest operating McDonald's restaurant is a drive up hamburger stand on Lakewood Boulevard at Florence Avenue in Downey, California. That's it was what I'm the saying. Third McDonald's restaurant. Mm-hmm. So is that the one where your event is at? Yeah, it's oh, the 65th cool. birthday. And wow. tomorrow they're doing like everything from 1953. Like there's going to be classic cars. They're going to have like classic outfits, uniforms. Nice. So if you're looking to go to McDonald's, I think you might want to go to to the one in Downey tomorrow. Will they roll back the prices to oh, 1953? See, that's the right? jam, right? Will right? they bring back Speedy, the hamburger mascot that I liked so much? Oh, he's a... Uh, Remember Speedy? He's no longer with no. us. Will they bring back E. coli? <laughs> 
<laughs> no? Uh, all right, fair. I'll allow. Uh, also, K-Rock, no longer sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> all right. And this last thing, it confuses me a little bit because it's uh, this thing going down in Lakewood, speaking of uh, Lake, uh, actually Lakeview Terrace, sorry. Um, this is to increase swimming and water safety throughout L.A., this event. Okay. Um, so what's going to happen at Lakeview Terrace at the Hanson Dam Aquatic Center, uh, the movie screening of the movie Jaws... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, to go along with water safety. Um, A huge mechanical shark they're going to put in the aquatic center. What? And there's free food. This is free. There's popcorn. (laughs) The things they list, free food, popcorn, water, and Uh hot dogs. Those are free. It's not wrong. And a big mechanical shark. And you can register for swim lessons and get in the pool, I think, with the shark. I would assume so. It's a huge pool. They've got like a huge slide that comes down. It's kind of rad. Okay, so yeah. to, to get like a selfie with a sh- like a giant mechanical shark, I'd be in. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay. You don't have to keep calling it a dam aquatic center, though. I, well, that's what it's saying. Hanson Dam Aquatic Center. All right. I just felt like that was aggressive. Guys, they have popcorn, water, and hot dogs. <laughs> All right. I'm in. I'm totally um, in. One more thing, Cat, uh, to add mm-hmm. to your list is an event that Jensen is going to be at tomorrow that sounds like, for a very specific number of people, is going to be the coolest thing you'll do all year. Listen, it is a pin and patch expo in Anaheim, and they're expecting 7,000 people at it. It's free to get into. I will be there. I have a weird pin company called Patty LaPel. Uh, we'll have a little booth there. But there's like hundreds of vendors, uh, pins and patches and all sorts of crazy things. Uh, and I think it, it, it is free to get into on Instagram. They are Patches and Pins Expo. So funny. We had a ska band on this morning. Now we're talking about pins. I really do feel like we're going back to the 90s <laughs> I love Patty LaPelle. Oh, oh, I thanks. posted the Step Brothers pin, and actually, a f- couple friends bought bought one. I'll so. take it. I yeah. bought two. I'll take it. Mm. That's oh. money in Jensen's pocket, right I there, Kat. I mean, no every time idea. I get about a dollar. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> well done. Mm-hmm. Some birthdays for you, Lil B, Lil Pump, Lil Belinda Carlisle. Okay, <laughs> Belinda Carlisle, Donnie Wahlberg, Robert De Niro. My and Sean Penn. How old is De Niro? I, I 106. Don't. Yeah. He's still That's awesome. what's happening. Okay. Thank you, Allie. <laughs> hey, uh, on your drive home today, I bet you can't guess what I'm about to ask you, but at 5 p.m., you ought to listen to Stryker's commercial Free For All. It's a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers, and it is a lot of fun. If you like our uh, Keep It 100 feature that we do on Friday, it's a whole hour of that where people are calling in and asking for songs. Great show coming up on Monday. We have uh, great news like we do. Also, Rob Cordry, our friend from Ballers, is going to be joining us. Nice. And what's this new game we're going to be debuting with you, uh, Jensen? Your final day filling in for Kevin. Well, I'm very excited for this. It is the debut of a game that I like to call, Is This a Warp Tour Band? Or an episode of Twilight Zone. They sound exactly nice. alike. Okay. I have a bunch of suggestions and options for you to pick from, but they are literally the same thing. That sounds like fun. By now, we should really be further into the music than we are here with Bogart, but we can play it now and sing along as we head into the weekend. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We enjoyed it. Don't Bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. You guys are assholes. Except for you, Ellie. Don't Bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Good morning, chumps. Roll another one. Oh, hello. Just like...
What made you think that it was cool to say that? This one seems to be allowed to quit. Uh, I'd rather you Google it. And I need another hit. Whoa, that's okay. This is a workplace, okay? We don't talk like that here. You should get on home with that kind of talk. Because this, I don't know what this is, but it's wrong. Oh, that's right. Well, you guys keep on blah, 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 blah. I'm getting out of here. This scene is getting old, man. I'm hitting the road. Maybe I'll drop your line someday from wherever I wind up in this crazy old world. Can't we just call this? Send everybody home. Who well, cares? Well, what they're doing now is to make sure that nobody did I know, but if you send everybody to the locker room, you don't have to worry about it. What are we doing here? Well, that's terrifying. Bong, bong. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.